Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. I'm here with Tom today, and we are continuing a conversation that we started in January about healthy habits. Our January series here was uh, here at Nativity was on healthy habits. We're starting 2020 out with some new habits. We asked everybody to in our parish to choose one and work on it. Tom, what is your healthy habit that you're working on? Again, the, to every day be reviewing my day. Mm-hmm. And I'm using this full focus planner I have from Michael Hyatt and to review it's the great day, planner. the past day, mm-hmm. and then look forward into the next day, into the day upcoming. And how am I adding value to people? So oh, just to use that to I review love that and look habit. ahead. Yeah. That's a great habit. And yours is to get up every morning. Uh, mine is every, to get up every morning at 6 a.m. Every workday every morning. Every workday. So at like 6 Sunday through Thursday. That's right. So that I have time for prayer and scripture reading and um, just time to take my time. And I just want to ruthlessly eliminate hurry from my life. Oh, I okay. hate to hurry. And so that, yeah. So that was talking about too is the keystone habit is it. it impacts all these other things it, so yeah really affects the rest of my day i know I, this might need to be my habit for 2021 okay <laughs> since all right. we're only working on one habit just but one. I, so i think you know i like i was listening to craig rochelle and he like gets up at four in the morning which i think is crazy that's nighttime yeah <laughs> that's just nighttime craig but um i think if i could even just get up at like six i could yeah i like, right that's when you're trying to get up yeah if i even had an hour to try to I mean, that's what time my husband gets up. So I wake up every day at six. I might be awake for five or 10 minutes and I will still stay in bed. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Just get up, Kelly. So anyway, that's the that's the habit you're working on. Again, <laughs> yes. these ideas can have, we talked about last time, have, have different can, Yeah, can I like this effects. other one of using cash and not the debit card. All right, we'll, we'll get to those in a little bit. Okay, okay, jump, okay. okay. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm I so know. excited for this. <laughs> so many bad habits. There are I need a to lot change. of bad habits. I know. And I, I think... Yeah. So just to kind of review a little, we talked about the goal habits are better than goals because habits we can celebrate along the way and we can celebrate progress. And if mm-hmm. you're going to achieve a goal, a habit's got to change anyway. Yeah. Right. right. You got to put a bunch of habits into place. Right. You to don't achieve just achieve a big a, goal. Yeah. You don't. I love in, in that book, Atomic Habits. I talk, he quotes Bill Walsh. He was a legendary coach of the San Francisco 49ers, and mm-hmm. he used to say the scoreboard will take care of itself. <laughs> you do the things right day in right. day out. The scoreboard takes care of itself. You know, you you exercise and work out mm-hmm. and you eat, you know, you track your calories and how much you're eating and you eat less calories than you're, you know, consume less calories than you have budgeted. Right. The scale will take care of itself. Yes. You know, those kind of things. Mm. So the right habits take, take care of that. So, um, well, that leads us then to the wrong way to form a new habit. But okay. first of all, what's the, what's our definition of habit here? So we can just recall that before we yeah, jump sure, in. Yeah. yeah, habits of practice we do regularly and routinely with little effort of the mind or the will. You know, and I think there is a transition time in which that uh, I guess that's a good point. Is you know a habit, but I think a habit is when you no longer have to think about it, right? It, right. You're not thinking about am I going to do this or not? It just it happens. Right. But there's a 21 days or 14 days or a month or whatever the experts say that yeah. it takes to form the new habit yeah, you're going through a where process. there is some effort right right and then the will is again you don't have to force yourself to do it right you just you you either want to do it or it just again it, it just happens you right. don't have to think just about the it so. automatic response yeah so. but there is a wrong way to form a new habit which you kind of just alluded to when you're talking about the sports analogy with like the scoreboard will take care of itself. The scale will take care of itself. If we're only worried about changing the outcome, then we're saying like, I just want to lose weight. But then 
we don't say how or put any habits into place to lose weight or I want to win football games, but we're not working towards it. Right. Right. So yeah, let's, let's jump in over here. Come to things, some ways that how to make habits stick. We kind of have three things and this is more from the power of habit, although some of it's also in James Clear's atomic habit. Okay. And so I don't, do you want to jump to this part? Cause you were so yeah, excited sure. about this. Well, the, so wrong, kinda... the wrong way to, to try to change a habit is just to focus on the outcome. Right. Um, another maybe wrong way is, is only to focus on the process. So for me, trying to get up at 6 a.m., that was trying out like all these different kinds of alarm clocks, putting them in different places in my room. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all these things. It was ridiculous. Trying to trick yourself. Yeah, trying to trick myself. I was using different sounds. Oh, maybe some peaceful birds chirping. Oh, maybe a really annoying sound that I hate. And none of it worked. What have you found has worked? Or are you still kind of experimenting? What have I found that works? Um, I'm still kind of experimenting. The days I get up are the days where I'm laying in bed and I really think about the reward. Okay. Um, more uh, that where there where the craving to get up and get some yeah. things done and be productive overcomes the craving to continue sleeping and be warm. Right. So um, the craving just to have some time in the word. Right. Or, or I word, hear or my kids downstairs and I'm like, I really need to get up and go down and see them because I can stay in bed and they can go to school themselves. They're teenagers. I don't have to get up. Yeah. So so I guess it's that craving portion we talked about. There's a cue. There's a craving. There's a response. There's a reward. Um, so the days the days my habit sticks is when the craving is there. So I just need to convince myself more that that's the craving and that's where this this habit sticks comes in. So the the one way and I talked about this in my small group message which you can find on our website if you're interested um under small groups. But the one way is just to kind of begin to change your identity around that habit. Begin yeah. to change how you think of yourself, the beliefs you have about that habit. And I have a lot of beliefs about why I need to sleep in, you know, like I believe I need more sleep than the average person. It's something I say to my husband all the time. Well, I just need more sleep than the average bear. Right. Leave me alone. Right. Um, On the last podcast you're saying, I'm not a, mo- you're saying, I'm not a morning person. Right. I am a night owl, but that's not true about me. Cause I get my, I'm most productive in the morning, yeah. which really makes me a morning person. Right. But I just need to get up and get it done and go to bed. Yeah. Cause I'm not productive in the evening. I just watch TV. I just zone out. Yeah. Like it's, it's not and I think some of that too life giving. Bo- I think, I think some of that is our bodies change. You know, I definitely think I was more of a night person and, and obviously younger people sometimes are more. Night, yeah. Yeah. But you can change and we're evolving and we're growing and you know, right. I mean, I process. would say I'm a night person if I got work done at light. Yeah. Like father Michael, he's a, he gets his best work done late afternoon, right? right. Evening. I don't, yeah. I, my, I check out. No, I'm done. I've definitely found that too. And, so, so we have to change the way we think about ourselves. We yeah. So identity, identity is the first one. Yeah. And so I am a morning person. There you go. Right. <laughs> we, we start changing those, those thoughts about our identity. And again, I, I love this cause it's so much really, I think in line with what the Christian faith talks about is that yeah. we need to change our identity. I think in, you know, talk about this when it comes to how Jesus motivated people. He motivated people by reward all the time. I don't think we ever get away mm. from that. And I think. I really get when people we tell people to be to follow Jesus altruistically. I think I don't think Jesus even said to do that. When every time he said something, he said, <laughs> "Pray and you'll be rewarded by your Father. Give and it will be given unto you." You know, um, wow. wash one another's feet and blessed are you if you do it. You know, he just constantly went back to the reward. He was never mm-hmm. shy about the reward. You know, C.S. Lewis talks about the weight of glory. You know, again, Jesus finds our desires too small, not too big. Right, but. The other way Jesus challenged people to grow was their identity. Think about the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus talks to these people who are in the backwater of the Roman Empire, 
who no one even knows they're there. They're poor. They have nothing. And he says, you guys are the light of the world. Everyone's looking at you. And they're like, no, they're not. And she says, no, you, you are. You are the light of the world. You're the you are the salt of the, of the earth. Start looking at yourself differently. Right. And telling them who they are. And telling them who they are. And so I, I, I love this part of, you know, I don't know if James, you know, the Christian or not. I don't, I don't think so. But um, either way, I just love that identity. It's, we see it in the scriptures and now, you know, right. other people are kind of writing about that. And I know I'm trying to think, you know, Joe Weaver trying to help me play guitar. He's like, you're a guitar player. I'm like, no, I'm not a guitar player. Yeah. Right? And now I see why. Because, again, what do guitar players do? They play guitar. That's right. They practice. You're you know? a guitar player. Um, and I'm not sure for me, like you're saying, I'm a morning person. That's your right. identity. I'm trying to think. I'm a writer. I don't know how to talk about the journaling part to say what my identity well, is. Well, I that. mean, the part of that, I think, though, is like you're a really intentional guy then, right? Like, and, and you know, if we're connecting our identity uh, if we're trying to connect this spiritually, um, Jesus was someone who was very intentional. You yeah. know, uh, if I'm going to talk about getting up, you know, hitting snooze for an hour, Jesus wasn't lazy or undisciplined, right? right. That's lazy and undisciplined. Yeah. So I'm trying to connect so that's my identity. Way. I'm a disciplined person. That's, that's right. Way. And that's I'm funny. That's what I think I got to say to myself more too. It's why I, I, one time I was like, I was talking to a counselor. I'm like, I'm not a disciplined person. He's like, what do you mean you're not a disciplined person? You work out every day. You do this. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Don't tell that yourself that lie. That's Don't right. say I'm not a disciplined person. I'm a disciplined person. Yeah. I, I mean, and there's done. definitely some psychology here for sure. But, you know, if, if we're going to connect our identity to our habits and our identity to Christ, then there's, some, you know, there's some yeah. self-talk and psychology involved. Yeah. Well, I think, again, I, I think on a spiritual side, we can say there's lies of the enemy wants to put in our minds That's about right. our identity mm-hmm. and wants to tell us, you're, you know, you're, you're a loser, you're a failure, you can't get this done. Who do you think you are? Right. Like, the, well, if people, you think about that, who's that voice coming from? Is that the way your heavenly father wants to talk to you? Right. No, the father says you're the beloved. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way the, he's, the the voice of the father is encouraging and supportive, challenging at times for sure, but never, you can't do this, but always, right. you know, Romans, you can do all, I can do all things through, or that's Philippians. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Romans, you are more than conquerors, you know, in Christ Jesus. These, these are the, we need to claim these verses for exactly. ourselves. We need to claim that like the, they, that belongs to us. Yes. And, and again, I, and it's so easy to say, cause I, I know how many times I think of myself, you're a failure. You're a loser. You suck. You know, like, like it's too. just, we, we do it well, all the and, time. And, and but again, also, that's not us too by ourselves. No, that's, it's another voice out there. So we're kind of, we're mixing the spiritual, get spiritual battle me, here. Satan. Yeah. Battle of the mind. So, and then there's also like the piece of like really self, self-deprecating humor. Like sometimes we think it's funny, like, yeah. ugh, I, you know, I'm still in my pajamas and it's noon. I'm yeah. so hilarious. You know, yeah. like stuff like that. It's, it's, you know, yeah. we gotta let go of that. Yeah, and I know you know self-deprecating can be can be good, and being vulnerable about our failures can be good. But yeah, if if it's becoming more like a crutch to not become to not grow, right? To not do, yeah. To we have to be careful of that right. So, um, so uh, yeah, I think we have to think think of yourself as an athlete. Um, you know, I think one of the identity. You know, if we talk about with parishes, I, I talk about sharing our experience. We go on the Saddleback in North Point. And definitely, and one of the things that maybe we under talk about, that's a real world, but sure. <laughs> understate. There we go. Way, that'd be the better English, <laughs> um, better grammar there. Better English. <laughs> we understate is, you know what happened to me? I think what happened, to, you know, when I, I was younger and we went to these places and we were learning, all right, this isn't working. And we went ways that worked. We found, we learned strategies. Mm-hmm. But what also changed was my identity. And whereas church work was, ah, something I'm doing right now. Right. No, I'm not going to do it forever. I'm not going to do it forever yeah. to, this is who I am. Mm. 
I am a church worker mm-hmm. and this is what I want to be. And I want to be an effective mm-hmm. church worker. I want to be an excellent, I want to be, and, and again, at some point, like I want to be like Andy. I want to be like yeah. Rick. Yeah. I see that they, they're, they get, and they help give you that identity of this is an identity worth embracing too. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as we talk about our conference coming up in a couple months, if you, if you haven't signed up, definitely come. I think what we're hoping to reinforce, I think the coming together helps reinforce your identity that the church work is important and this right. is who this I is am. This is worth doing. And this is who I am because yeah. the rest of culture is attacking that, right? Again, right. a less of culture wow. attacking our identity all the time. The, mm-hmm. the, the you know, Again, there's our identity is under attack all the time, but as working in the church, that identity is under attack too or under attack that this yeah. matters and this is who I am. And so we need to get that reinforced. So I was walking my dog in my neighborhood recently and the man across the street that I've known for, I mean, we've lived there for 16 years now. He was, I was asking him what he's been doing in his retirement and he's got a couple dogs too. And he said, oh, I, you know, I work downtown. I, you know, I volunteer here and there. I go, oh, that's great. He's, what do you do? I said, oh, I work at my church down um, in Timonium, Church of the Nativity. He said, oh, are you the church secretary? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a break. (laughs) We'll be right back after this. Looking for practical ways to grow your church? Looking to come together with like-minded church leaders who want to build healthy, growing parishes? Look no further, as the Rebuilt Conference is the place for you. On April 26th through the 28th, 2020, come to the Rebuilt Conference, where you'll be given inspiration to ignite your rebuilding efforts. Come here from engaging keynote speakers to be challenged to do more in your parish and experience the renewal of the Rebuilt Movement. For more information about the 2020 Rebuilt Conference, visit RebuiltParish.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. Tom and I are continuing the conversation on the power of habits. And before the break, we were just talking about how to make habits stick the best way to do that is to change how we think about ourselves, our belief system around that habit. Yeah, so our identity is, is the important. We have to think of ourselves differently. And then I think that does lead, and they're kind of connected to a belief, uh, a belief that we can change. So mm-hmm. if we believe the right identity, but I think it's not just belief in who we are, but in belief in who God is. Yes. And so it was funny, in the book, The Power of Habit, it was funny, they were, t- they were studying AA. I found this fascinating. Okay, tell me. Okay, so they were studying alcoholics about who changed, who would obviously, and they, and they do acknowledge in the book, you know, habit and addiction are a little bit different. Addiction is definitely Right, but there's habits value. around the addiction, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. And in the book, they talked about how it was not enough to kind of know the cue, and they talk about changing a different, you know, the cue for a lot of times for alcoholics would be loneliness. I just mm-hmm. want to go, so I go to the bar and hang out with people. Right. Or sometimes, like, I need to relieve stress, so Anxiety. I go have a drink. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so the, they talk about in changing the habit, you change the response, right? The same cue, I feel stressed. Rather than go drink, I go work out. Or rather mm-hmm. than I feel alone, that's the cue. Rather than go to the bar, I go to the AA meeting. You know, that's right. a kind of different response. Uh-huh. But they said that even that wasn't enough. Something else was needed. And they, and they talked about, as they interview AA people, it's belief in God. Mm. And that that was the huge thing. That it's, a, it's seven, of I think, of the 12 steps talk about belief in God. And it's funny, the power of habit, they noted mm. the interesting thing was that the founder of AA did, was really kind of against organized religion. Hmm. So it was kind of ironic that a guy who really never went to church said that belief in God was totally important. Now, here's what I found fascinating in the book, is when researchers studied this, 
and alcoholics were saying, well, belief in God is what got me out of it. They said, well, it really wasn't belief in God. It wasn't really God that helped him. It was just a belief in something. That the belief is more important than God. And I guess if you're scientific research, you can't say God's the answer. That doesn't feel very scientific, which kind of shows you the paradigm or mindset of of certain people can't accept things outside of human nature or outside of this world. Mm -hmm. Supernatural power, who is God. So they had to like explain that away. But... Hmm. Even when the answer was God, God, yeah, <laughs> so, the answer is God. We even hear when the yeah. research leads you, leads you to a point to say this mm-hmm. is a fact that people are saying. So my only point is, I think the belief is belief. I think what do we believe God says we are? You know, we, even even just believe in God's not enough. It's enough that um, even you know James says even the demons believe in God, mm-hmm. but it's belief right. of hmm. that God is. You know, I think one, I think that we're connecting our habits to a higher purpose. And I mean, there is a higher purpose we serve yeah. with our habits that mm-hmm. it's not, you know, what does it matter, Kelly, if you get up every day? Right. You, know, you could easily cares? say, that. Yeah. who cares? I could just be sleeping in. I'm yeah. not, you know, what does it matter? Or Rolling no one really to work cares. at nine and <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But it's like when yeah. I connect it to, no, I want to serve God and his purposes. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden. Yeah. It's big. I'm part of a bigger story and it's not just about me, you know. Yeah. It, it's not just about me. It's about something. Yeah. Watching TV till midnight every night does not serve God's purpose in any, <laughs> any way, right? I mean, and it's okay to watch TV, but right, maybe one hour a night, yeah. not two or three. Right. Um, so that, I mean, I think that's the belief about God. I think the belief that God's for us and that we have grace, that mm-hmm. obviously there's people who are just kind of like deistic out there and like, oh, God doesn't really help you. He doesn't really answer prayers. But when we believe, no, God's going to give me the power to supply what I need. Yes. That changes, again, my mindset of... Mm-hmm. and. It, it opens me up to receive God's grace in some ways. Um, I've been asking God to wake me up at six. And there have been some days where Jeremy gets up and leaves earlier or he's out of town. And I, and I don't always set my alarm just thinking like, okay, well, let me see if I wake up at six. Like this is all the games I play with myself, right? Let me see if I wake up at six. And if I don't, I just must need more sleep. So I'll sleep in. But uh, there have been, I've really asked God to wake me up at six. And, and there have been times when I wake up and look at my clock and it's 5.59 or 6.01, six really? o'clock. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's not just coincidence. Right? No, he's, he's leading me in the right direction. I'm asking him to, I'm seeking that. So Definitely. That's awesome. I love that. I yeah. love that little prayer response, mm-hmm. little prayer answer. So yep. that's cool. Um, I need, I, I'll be honest, I haven't been really praying, asking God to help me remind me to, <laughs> yeah. to. It's hard to sit down. Like your, So your habit is to review your day with your yeah. full focus planner. It's hard to do that in the morning. You just want to jump into work, right? Or in the evening. It's yeah. hard. It's really hard to do because I'm trying to, I, that's a habit that I've created too. Not with that planner, but my own. Um, so it's it's just hard to make yourself do it yeah and yeah it's i i think i probably need to get up earlier i think maybe i gotta get your habit my habit different habit yeah so i don't know maybe and maybe that is more the keystone habit of do that and then i'll do the planner and then i'll mm-hmm. do all those other things. have more time for the planner <laughs> yeah um you know so we have to believe though god is for us and then yep. i think not condemning us when we fail i think that's a we're huge gonna one. fail yeah we're gonna it, have days where we fail yeah and i love again kind of the in in Atomic Habit, James Clear talks about like the thing he says about the failures is never let it happen twice in a row. Mm. To be more like, if I fail once, wow. that's okay. But to try to make sure the next day I don't fail, that it's okay. Give yourself that grace. He doesn't use that word, but mm-hmm. to fail. But 
the next and day. The next day. And then, and I like the way he talked about it too. Is like every time we do the habit, we're cast. Going back to that last part about identity, we're casting a mm. vote in that direction. Yes, I like how he said that too. Casting a vote towards this new identity. Right. Yeah. And that it's I great. love too. Again. To win the election, so to speak, you don't need every single vote. You just need a majority. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's a great analogy. That, that's good. Yeah. So our beliefs in God and in help and our belief in our own identity that comes from God is like, I'm just cast. I'm going to keep casting votes and I don't yeah. need to be perfect at it. Jesus never says, be, you know, well, he does say be perfect, but he's talking about being compassionate. But <laughs> we're working towards perfection, but we can be... We right. don't have to be perfect. It's I can all, have all a day progress. where I sleep in. You can have a day where you skip your full focus planner. It doesn't mean you're not intentional. It doesn't yeah. mean you're not disciplined. Right. It doesn't mean I'm not the morning person. Right. I'm not going to condemn to not condemn myself. Yeah. Like you're. Yeah. See, you you're not disciplined. Again, that's yeah, right. not the voice of God. Right. That's the voice of the enemy. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm. Yeah. See, I'm not disciplined. I don't do it. Yep. No. Okay. I'm just going to get back up and I'm going to do mm-hmm. it again. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And and that God's not condemning me. You know, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's urging me back on to get back on the and encouraging me to run the race to do what I need to do to continue to grow. Uh, and then I kind of, I think just believing, and this is kind of back to identity. And I think they go back and forth a little bit between identity and belief, believing that we're more than conquerors. We can do it mm-hmm. by God's grace. So, yes. and then the third part is just we're community. We need support. We need help from outsiders. So I mean, I think even you and I having this conversation, right? That's going to yeah. help us encourage We're us. be accountable to some degree. I could ask my kids to help me. They're my community at home in the morning. Yeah. I could ask my husband. Yeah. I mean, we were made for community. We were made to to be with people. And so um, uh, this is where like our, like a small group community really comes into play. Right. If you're telling your small group what your, what your new habit, your new desired habit is and ha- kind of gathering around with them and making it, a priority and having, having to be accountable to them and them to you. Right. Yeah. So and I think I like what, again, this is an atomic habits of join a community where the desired habit is considered normal. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, I don't know what that makes for you get it early. Although it sounds like your whole family, my whole family on. gets up. Well, yeah. my, my younger son is me. So okay. he does not. Okay. But Jeremy and Tucker do. And you know, my younger son has to get up for school and he does it. He yeah. gets up for school. Right. So but he comes in and gets, well, never mind. <laughs> no, really Nobody sure. wants to hear that. Uh, we all want to hear it now, <laughs> Kelly, actually, but we'll let you, we'll let you slide. Well, um, he'll come in and get, yeah, he'll come in and get in Jeremy's spot and go back to sleep for a couple <laughs> minutes. <laughs> get back in the bed. And then, and then that's, that's a good, Right. Cue for me. I'm like, okay, we have to get up. So you're the tipping point. You're the tipping point to move. I really am. You yeah. Are to move. Point. Yep. Yep. To move yep, the yep. whole family in that direction to get yes. up early. So speaking of community, yeah. Yeah. So I, I like that. You know, that's hard again for something like getting up early or journaling that are private exercises, I guess. But a church yeah. and that kind of thing. That's kind of more normal in a small group. Hopefully, we're creating that kind of community. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. I was trying to form a habit of journaling, and I would send a little picture to. I would write something and send a picture to the person I was journaling with like write a little sentence or a okay. prayer and send it to them you're in my journal today or just their name oh that's good yeah um yeah that's good what other kinds of community can how can people support each other i, mean, I think that's going to a gym a little bit although the gym can be you know mm-hmm. i think like some places like you know the the, the appeal of uh, planet fitness or a place like that or like you know it's a gym for people who aren't gym people or, or trying to heard like workout things among people who are Star Wars geeks, you know, like right, that kind right, of thing. Right. Like they weren't necessarily the buffest guys in the world, but they all <laughs> right. wanted to have this new habit. Yeah. So, you know, finding cute little communities like that. I mean, I guess a lot of times you got to pay for those things or it's a little bit of a inconvenience, but people do it because they work and it yeah. kind of, it, it encourages the new habit. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I think obviously we're, we're huge on, on community. So application again, what's the new habit you're starting for the new year? Yep. Um, Pick and one and really just one. Just probably, one. Right. Yeah. I think maybe, you know, maybe into the second quarter of the year, you can pick a second one Yeah. after it's become a habit. Um, maybe one or two in the whole year, maybe three, if you get, you know, it gets ingrained, yeah. but, uh, so some of the, ideas, we had some other, ideas, and the, we were saying too, that again, any habit where you grow is going to benefit others. You know, when leader right. gets better, everybody gets better. Mm-hmm. If you're a leader in your church, when you grow personally, it's going to help the rest of the growth of your church. So yeah, that's a great point. Um, we have a couple of times ideas out there, personal prayer time, mm-hmm. making sure that happens. You know, I think probably a lot of people listening to this already have that, but I think it's always, I think it's always a struggle to make that a habit and continue to make yeah. that a habit. Yeah. Um, review each day a week. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Exercise. That could be a habit for some people. Yep. Um, that'll be my second quarter. One. <laughs> <laughs> uh, get up early every time of the day. We have that one on there. Yours, you know, gratitude, I think could be a good habit. That's like great are habit. You thanking for God for things. Yep. And again, partly I put that in my, my prayer journal. I'm trying to do that. Like look at the day and thank God what, what happened the mm-hmm. day before uh use cash and not a debit card you come back to a few times that you that's my third that'll be my third quarter <laughs> <laughs> i have some new habits i need to okay. put into place I, I need to get to that habit too actually yeah. that's a that's a i'm just gonna do the whole envelope thing well yes. not with everything i don't need to do it with everything i need to do it with my personal spending money yeah i think yeah. i like the yeah, like you don't need to do it for gas you're not gonna no. go out and like buy gas no, you like, need gas you need gas like yeah. you get gas yeah i mean you could spend cash but yeah. i think you're not gonna it's overspend. like going out to lunch, yeah, shopping, Target yeah, for, for me. Yeah, Target. Yeah, like that's what I've heard. It's like the things where you're going to be tempted to overspend upon. Yes. You know, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And then uh, what do I have? Oh, reading instead of watching TV. I think I got a mm. whole list for you there, Kelly. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Well, it's because you're so honest and you, you just say, oh, let's see, everyone else has these issues too. They just aren't as honest <laughs> as you are about them. Um, so anyway, so those are some ideas and uh, we'll, we'll take a break. Here All right, come we'll be right back. The Rebuilt Parish Association provides resources and advice to help you rebuild your parish. Included in membership are resources for student programs, children's programs, and small group materials. Also included are homilies, so that you can easily do message series that match the liturgical year. Father Brian Mason from St. Mary's Parish in Hales Corner, Wisconsin states, We based our homilies over several weeks on the Expect Miracles message series, and never in 23 years of preaching have I had so many people talking about the effects the homilies had on their lives. Go to RebuiltParishAssociation.com to learn more about how the Rebuilt Parish Association can give you the resources and content you need to rebuild your parish. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. We're talking about healthy habits today. Um, today we've been talking mostly about personal habits and, and growth. But next time on the podcast, we're going to talk about habits for healthy staff and a productive church. So make sure you join us then. But let's review what we've been talking about today. Today we've been talking about how to make habits stick. Yep. And we had three ways that you can make habits stick. Identity your belief around that habit and having a community um, of people where that desired habit is considered normal. Yep. So identity, just of changing the thinking about ourselves and mm-hmm. that's really changing the core and the inner part of us. Uh, actually, I think all of these things are about really the inner core of us. Yeah. Um, so I, I, having an identity rooted in that we can make these changes. I am a, I'm an early riser. I am a disciplined person. Mm-hmm. I am a conqueror in Christ Jesus. All these different things that I can do. I am an athlete. If you go in the gym, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 
I am this, not less. I'm trying to do this. This is who I am. Mm. And as, as assuming that identity. And second, I think just a belief that we can assume, get that identity and that we're not alone in this, that God is grace. I love your example of just asking God to get you yeah. up at six in the morning. I mean, just as simple as praying he and asking God it. to help us to develop this new habit, mm-hmm. um, which I'll be quite honest, I really have not been doing. And I have to I have to do that when it comes to, to journaling. God, help me to get yeah. up and to review and plan my day. Yeah. Uh, it's so simple. So but Jesus simple. like you have not because you ask not, you know, yeah. or, or, you know, um, asking you shall receive is what Jesus said. James, you have not because you asked not. So, at, you know, believe and believe God wants to help us and give us a grace. And then community, find some people that are supporting us in that. And that's why as a church, we're so big on small groups and encourage everyone to have small groups, but also other communities that can help you in assuming that identity. Do join groups where what you want to do is considered normal. Yes. And encouraged. Yep. All right. Well, listen, next month, the March podcast will be about habits for a healthy staff and a productive church. So join us then. Um, Thanks for joining us today. Tom, will you pray for us? All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, we thank you for Again, that you are for us and not against us, that you want us to develop these habits to make us uh, better at loving you, loving others, um, and that you are rooting for us. And God, help us to have that identity, that we are your beloved, that you root on, that believe that you give us the grace we need to improve and grow, and God, that you've given us a community of people, that you want to surround us with help from other believers and other Christ followers and other people. And so God, help us to leverage these things to grow into these new healthy habits. We pray this through Christ our Lord. 